Welcome to the Upside Daily Podcast with Ioannis Dekas, a podcast all about spiritual renewal and personal growth. The outcome? To live with faith, love, and hope as a city changer, wherever you are. And now, your host, Ioannis Dekas. Hello, and welcome to Upside Daily. Uh, my name is Ioannis Dekas, and I lead the Upside Daily podcast. Um, This uh, time together will empower you, that's my prayer, to live from grace, to find your purpose in life and to challenge you to deep spiritual personal growth. Now, this is uh, the second season of Upside Daily and we've been chatting about never running at a giant with your mouth shut. And we've looked at so many different topics, but this is the last episode in this specific series. Um, But more about that a little later. You know, as I've been considering um, just uh, running at a giant with your mouth shut and how how God encourages us with his word in our mouths to make sure that every situation that we face, any situation that we go into, that we allow his thoughts and his words to dominate not just our thinking, but also our conversation. Um, As I was meditating on this, a portion of scripture came to mind that I'd never seen from this context. And I'd love to read this to you as our last scripture in this series. There's so much more that we can say about that. And perhaps I'll come back to this topic in the future. Um, But I would like to read to you Hebrews chapter 13, verse seven to nine. It says, don't forget the example of your spiritual leaders who have spoken God's messages to you. (laughs) Just in that, there's a wealth that we could consider. But then he says, take a close look at how their lives ended and then follow their walk of faith. Yesterday, we spoke about fighting with faith. Incredibly important episode. You have to listen uh, to yesterday's episode if you missed it. But then the, uh, the writer of Hebrews goes on to say, Jesus, the anointed one, is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, and as I saw this little verse plugged into this moment where he speaks about how we have been awakened to the life in Christ through the messages, the words that other people have spoken and then he then he then he puts this moment and he says listen god is the same yesterday today and forever and then in verse 9 he says so don't let anyone lead you astray with all sorts of novel and exotic teachings it's more beautiful to feast on grace and be inwardly strengthened than to be obsessed with dietary rules which in themselves have no lasting benefit you know, I, I, I'm. There's something about the steadfast character of God that becomes visible uh, and uh, displayed through our lives when we align our confession to the thoughts that He has said over our lives. And what it does is if I confess in alignment to what he believes to be true about me, what I'm actually saying is, is that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. What I'm saying is actually that to the generations to come, you can bank on the same things I banked on because he stays the same. And we're banking on the same things that the generations ahead of us banked on because 
He stays the same. The confession, the thoughts that God has about you have never, ever changed. You know, and there might be some life situations that you face, I face, um, and I keep on asking myself, you know, it's been challenging. You know, where am I not fighting with faith? Where am I not allowing the confession of God to dominate my thinking and my conversation? Where have I allowed the enemy to do this? You know, how do I think about provision? How do I think about healing? How do I think about breakthrough? How do I think about family situations and relationships and the dreams that we carry? How do I think about this? Do I bank on the brokenness in Adam with my confession? <laughs> um, you know, or do, do, I, do I bank on the stock market? Do I bank on things that change? Or do I bank on something? Do I bank my confession on the person that I know will never change. There was this moment in our own personal lives when Sharon and I were living in Cape Town in South Africa. <clears throat> and um, uh, I was frustrated. I was frustrated in, 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 in ministry. I was frustrated at, you know, things that were going on. And, and it felt a little bit as if I'd lost control. And yet I had to recognize that the word of faith was not such a difficult thing. You know, the gospel, the good news of God is called the word of faith. Um, but there was this moment when I was reading this portion of scripture in Romans chapter 10, verse 8, that said, the word is near you. Salvation is near you. Healing is near you. Blessing is near you. How close? It is in your mouth and in your heart. Just listen to that again. It is in your mouth and in your heart. The word that saves us is right here, as near as the tongue in your mouth, as close as the heart in your chest. It is the word of faith that welcomes God to work and set things right for us. This is the core of our preaching. Say the welcoming word to God. Jesus is my master, embracing body and soul. God's work of doing in us what he did in raising Jesus Christ from the dead. That's it. You're not doing anything. You're simply calling out to God, trusting him to do it for you. That's salvation. With your whole being, you embrace God setting things right. And then you say it right out loud. God has set everything right between him and me. And this is from Romans chapter 10, verse eight to 10 out of the message translation. And I love what it says here in the end. I've discovered something in God and now I'm putting it on my lips. And there was this moment in Cape Town um, where I, I read the scripture and, and I was frustrated in ministry. There were things going on and I, and I, I came down from, from the, the top level and <clears throat> Sheree was in the kitchen she was preparing some food. She was peeling some potatoes. I can so vividly remember that image. And I walked into the kitchen and I stood in the doorway and, and I said to Shireen, Shireen, I really sense God is speaking to me about the scripture, but I, I, don't, I don't know. You know, God says he's, it's near, it's close, it's, you know. And then I read this, it's in our heart and it's in our mouth. And she turned, she stopped peeling the potatoes and she turned around to me and she said, Yanni, it's simple. Uh, God's word is in your heart, but because you're not speaking it, you'll never do it. And then she turned around and she carried on peeling the potatoes. And I can so vividly remember that moment. It was such a powerful moment for me, perhaps a powerful moment to you. Because so often we carry God's word in our heart, but because we do not put it in our mouths, 
We don't end up doing it. We don't access the blessing of his thoughts and his words and his inheritance over our lives. Can I read it to you again? Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8 says that Jesus, the anointed one, is always the same yesterday, today, and forever. You know, and that was 25 years ago, maybe a little bit longer. It was 20, 26 or 27 years ago when we were in Cape Town that day where I stood there and Sheree was, was just, you know, challenging me. The same God, the same Jesus that day is the same Jesus today. And in 25 and in 200 years from today, this will be the same message. His confession remains the same. When we allow our confession uh, to align with his words and his thoughts at the deepest level, we're saying he does not change. He remains the same. It's the same God that allowed David to run at the giant with his mouth wide open, saying that the battle is the Lord's. It's the same God that, that allowed through his spirit in Jesus's life you know, when he was tempted by the devil to say, I will not succumb to this. The words of God will be my force. You know, when Habakkuk the prophet prophesied, it's the same God that allowed him to sit on that hill and look over the valley and say, you know, though this looks as if I've lost control, I will rejoice in God. I will stand strong. It's the same God that is in Paul with Paul and Silas in jail. You know, when he releases his confession over them, they start singing worship songs. It's the same God that was with the four friends of, of Daniel when they were when they were put in the fire and, and they started confessing, you know, that we will not be afraid. And even if we might die in this fire, we will still recognize God is able to save us. It's the same Timothy that which the apostle Paul writes to and says, listen, you need to fight the good fight with faith. Come on. You know, this is the stuff that we need to work with in our lives. When we say what is in his mind and in his thoughts at the deepest level, we're saying he will never change. Can I encourage you um, to listen to the other episodes, perhaps if you missed then. Um, please catch up with me at doxadeo.church. Sheree and I lead an online campus. Um, it's a great way to connect with this word, perhaps even at a deeper and further level. Um, as I said, next week, I want to start off with season three. Doubt, lack, and fear. Three things God did not give you. It's going to be a 12-episode podcast. Doubt, lack, and fear. Three things God did not give you. <laughs> Listen, it's going to be a compelling, compelling series. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but thank you for connecting with me on Upside Daily. May you live blessed. You've been listening to the Upside Daily podcast. Join us next time for more insights on how to know God, love people, and impact your world. Upside Daily, your personal daily investment to turn your world upside down.